This is a Remote Voice podcast. I'm Daniel Silva, and this is the 14th in a series of letters that I'm writing. This one is House of Tallulah, Part 2. Tallulah sat in half-lotus on a cherry-red Moroccan poof in a modest room at the back of the cafe. Odd stools and chairs covered with candles crowded the walls. There was a window to her left, a bookshelf to her right, Behind her, a large wooden chest, and beside her, a small glass table. Her poof was in one hemisphere of a round mat, woven with threads of dyed pandanus in earthy tones of green and orange. I sat in the mat's other hemisphere, also on a poof. So, what are you looking for? Her eyes were soft, but offered no place to hide. They followed mine to the bookshelf, where I'd turned for time and inspiration. I read a few spines. Sacred geometry in the body, 24 recipes for grounding. Love matters. I paused, lost in a moment of contemplation. She noticed. Are you looking for love? She asked. Um, I replied, remembering something. Actually, I'm looking for the sound of my own voice. I see, she said. So you're not looking for love? Well, I paused and gave it some thought. I mean, I'm not not looking for love. When was the last time you had it? Love? I said casually, as if surprised. Yes, she said. When looking for something, it helps to know the last place you had it, like a clue. Um, I hadn't prepared to think about love. Suddenly my stomach dropped and filled with dizzy butterflies. They were slightly nauseous. I winced and moved my hands to hold them. Something the matter? Tallulah asked. There's a pain in my stomach, I said. The nausea crept to my back and shoulders then into my cheeks. Tallulah didn't seem concerned. She paused and said softly, Stay with it. I must have looked confused because she offered an explanation. Sometimes, she said, when the voice is hidden, the body does the talking. Listen, what's it saying? It's saying it's in pain, I said through tight eyes. What kind of pain? Like a puncture, I said. Like my stomach's been punched and a sickness is oozing from the wound. Hmm, Tallulah fell silent. Meanwhile, the ooze dribbled into my hips. I tightened my grip and winced again. It's like I'm sick, I said. What do you mean by sick, she asked. I mean something isn't right, like an illness or a disease. A disease, she echoed. Yeah, like I've caught something in my stomach. It's making me sick, ruining my life. Ruining your life, she asked. I was a little surprised by my admission but took it as permission to confess. Yes, it makes doing things hard. I can't be totally happy or friendly when there's this feeling making me want to do nothing but curl into a ball and go to sleep and not wake up till it's gone. It makes you want to curl into a ball. Yeah, I looked at my stomach. Would you like to try, she asked. Try what? Curling into a ball. Now? Well, from what you're saying... It sounds like there's a pain in your stomach that's ruining your life and it wants you to curl into a ball. I wonder what would happen if you did what it wants. 
Um, Tallulah smiled. Only if you want to, she said. Okay, I agreed. She unfolded her legs slowly, stood up and moved her stool outside the mat. She opened the chest behind her and pulled out a white crocheted blanket. If you like, she said, I'll put this blanket over you when you're in a ball. If you feel as though you need to speak, that's okay. If not, that's okay too. Okay, I stood awkwardly. I moved my stool and lowered to my knees. She seemed assured and that was encouraging. I lay on my side and wrapped my arms around my legs. The pain in my stomach pressed against my thighs. It turned over and oozed up my sternum, behind my tongue. Ready, I said. Tallulah moved towards me and draped the blanket over my body so that I was completely cocooned. I'm going to light some candles, she said. Okay. The lights went out. I could hear Tallulah lighting candles. Eventually she stopped and one of the stools creaked under her weight. I closed my eyes. The pain was most acute a few inches above my belly button. It sucked at my skin and spread out towards my sides. Then it rolled over and tugged at my jaw. It tucked itself behind my belly button, rising and falling with every breath. Suddenly it sharpened and my stomach gurgled. An image flashed into the speckled blackness behind my eyes. It was a crying baby, covered in purple and white blotches, with clenched eyes. Its umbilical cord was intact and flailing. The baby was floating in a room, faintly red, but no one was holding it. No mother or father. Only a few shadows moving about in preparation. The baby was silent, its eyes clenched tight. I see a baby, I said. A baby, she echoed. A newborn. It's afraid. It's frozen with fear. Its eyes are clenched tight. What does it need? Um, I started to shake. Tears welled in my eyes. They were clenched. What does it need? She repeated. Love, I cried. It needs love. Tallulah was silent. So was I. I sat up and put the blanket to one side. Her eyes were soft, but offered no place to hide. I'm looking for love, I said to her eyes. They blinked and smiled. Okay, that's the end of that letter. At the time of recording this, it's a week since writing that, so actually I'm going to record the next one straight away after this one. And, yeah, it's funny to read things a week after writing them. <laughs> Um. All right, till next time.